So I want to talk to you tonight. I just felt like in light of all the powerful things that I feel like the Lord has been doing over the last six months or so, will it be that we turn around in two, three years and say, God started in 2020 and we just saw a continual increase of his spirit and his power. Isn't that what we want? That's what I want. That's what I, that's what my desire is. And so I just felt like to just talk and teach on the supply of the spirit. Nothing to do with money, everything to do with everything. Seriously, it's really, it's really something that I felt like the Lord was uh, prompting me on because he's challenging me. And when he begins to challenge me in a way, see, the, the crazy thing is when I, I don't, I don't, go by preaching plans I go by what Lord the Lord's saying and what the Holy Spirit is saying and so I just want you to know that everyone in here as you've come here some may be visitors some may be here second third time good we see you bless you we we're happy you're here and I just want you to encourage you wherever you are that God has created you to fit in because I get I get especially from prophetic people and people that have calls on their lives they don't know where they fit and I hear a lot of things like that. Sometimes it's just an orphan. I'll just say this, and if, you know, please, I just, I'm going to say some things and some things you may identify with. And if God is speaking to you, then God is, a, he wants you to deal with it. Amen? So I, I, sometimes it's an orphan spirit that we just feel like we don't fit in. Do you understand? Sometimes, because we have all kinds of gifting in the body of Christ, and the Lord is trying to teach us that you fit in someplace, you know? And it's like a puzzle. Anyone ever do puzzles? Anyone like puzzles? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I venture in with, with Tori every now and then. But, but usually what happens is we do the frame, right? We do all, all the flat sides or the round sides, however, the, however it comes. And there's usually, you know, all the way around. And then we can work on colors, on places, like where you fit and where the pieces fit, but I'm just saying every one of us in this room is a puzzle piece. You belong somewhere. Some of you belong multiple places, and you fit in those places, but it was interesting because we did one of these. She bought a puzzle pack, and we, we, we did the whole thing, and we were missing one piece, and it was like, ugh, you know, 700 pieces later, and you're missing, you know, you got every one, 699 of them. Yeah. Found it under the couch. Probably my fault, you know. But the reality was, once that piece was in, but I took a picture of it and had one piece missing. And so I'm just saying this because there's, a, there's something that I want to get at tonight. And it, it's really about us all fitting together. I'm actually going back to a, something I preached recently. But then the Lord brought super, more, like way more light to it. And so as, as you... As you are here, God is wanting you and anyone who's listening online, any, wherever you go, wherever you go, the Lord is looking for us to be connected and, to, and really, have you ever put a puzzle piece in and it kind of connects, but it doesn't really connect. Come on, I was, I was constantly trying to, that doesn't fit, but it looks like it fits, but it doesn't fit. And I'm saying everyone has a place where you fit. You fit perfect. And it's in a body it's within the body of Christ. It's within the bride, the greater picture of what the Lord is doing. And I'm telling you, there are so many things that I just want you to look at the big picture. Because God wants to use you in multiple ways and in multiple facets. And he wants to grow your influence. Look at me. Yeah, that's a good thing. Because the Bible says that Jesus, he grew in, wis he grew in wisdom with who? With God? And with man. So there's this place that we, we live from and the Holy Spirit is wanting to come into your life in such a way that the power of God is supplying you. So the supply of the Spirit brings the supernatural increase of the Lord. And I'm saying this because as a puzzle, as a piece, 
And as being in the bride of Christ, the Lord wants you to just engage. Just go to Ephesians chapter 4 because I'm, gonna, I'm just going to run right from there. And I want you to, everything all right? We're falling apart? What's happening back there? Okay. Thunder of God? Thunder of Joe? Thunder of Joe. Everyone going to Ephesians? Ephesians. Yeah, if I can find it, you'll be good. I wasn't going to read the whole thing, but I feel like in context I need to read the whole thing. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 4. It's good to have it in context. Starting in verse 7. But to each of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. And he who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. Ready? Verse 11. And he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of, for the, edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to measure, to the measure of stature and of the fullness of Christ, that you should no longer be children tossed to and fro. Ready? Because you, you have to hear this, that we don't want to be tossed around to and fro by every wind of doctrine but by, or by the trickery of men in the cunningness and craftiness of deceitful plotting. But seeking the truth in love, here we go, that we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ who all the whole body, every joint supplies, everyone say supplies, yeah, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth. That word growth also means increase, okay, of the body for the edifying of itself in love. And I just, I, really, the Lord... The Spirit of the Lord has gives, us, gives us the ability to see and to know, right? And so I'm, I'm going to just open up some of these things because I, there's, there's things that we need to understand. Now, it's not necessarily talking about, it is in reference to the five-fold ministry. But let's just get this straight from the get-go. Like the five-fold ministry, I want you to see, and you don't have to turn there, but in Acts 13, it says that, the prophets and teachers, prophets and teachers, and it's referring to Barnabas and Paul. It wasn't re referring to them as apostles. I, I just want you to, because I want to clarify some things. Because before they were apostles, it says that they all fasted and prayed, and the Holy Spirit came. This is important. The Holy Spirit came and spoke, and the utterance was to send Paul and Barnabas. I'm saying this because we need to understand that the Holy Spirit spoke that. That's why they became apostles. All right? So I just want us to understand that, like, when Paul became an apostle, he said I, he was the apostle of apostles, right? By the end of his, his life as an apostle, he, he called himself a bondservant. So let's just clarify some things because people want to give you a card and tell you their thing. And I'm telling you, they haven't even ministered anywhere, and they're telling you who they are. So I just... And, and that's what we need to just look at for yourself, ready? Not because you're doing that, but because the Holy Spirit is trying to grab something inside of you and wants you to understand that it's the Spirit that supplies. It's the Holy Spirit that supplies and brings the increase to your life. And so as we together, together... Right, because this all talks about functioning together as one. You're brought together, pieces are brought together so that we can function as one. So the supernatural comes, but through the word growth is increase. 
And so supply in the body is through the gifts and talents, right? There's gifts and talents in this room. And I want us to understand that, you know, this is all going to be preliminary because the, the, the thing I want to hit home is about how we get there. Because you all have gifts in this room. Some of you have not found out what your gift is. Some of you don't enter into the fullness of the gift because there's, there's a, a mindset that doesn't think you can do it. Or, or there's a paralysis that happens when that happens. Like the Holy Spirit will come upon you and begin to speak to you. And then you talk yourself out of it. Let me just tell you, don't talk yourself out of it. Because the voice of doubt and unbelief is what closes off the flow. Can I just say this flow of the Spirit? It's like the, it's like the property down the street, right? He has all this equipment inside. Can I tell you, we don't need any power in that place. It's probably, I, Joe just said it, it's 550. It's not like 110 or 220. It's like amp, amp, amp. Uh, I'm believing it's a prophetic sign that we, we are full charge, ready to go, and God's going to do that. But I'm saying, but do you understand what I'm talking about? It's through that one line that all the power runs all the equipment to build the thing that God wants to produce. Like the creative power of God wants to produce things through a bunch of people who are equipped. Equipment. Are you hearing me? So there has to be a place where we connect into the supply. Ready? There's increase or growth. It's a, it's a result of being a member in that place of supply. We have to be connected into the supply chain, and the connection is not only one another, but most importantly, the Holy Spirit. And so there has to be a place where we're, we're walking and we're, we're, we're in the effective working of his power. Do you understand? When, when it says this, it says this, that every joint supplies, verse 16, according to the effective working by which every part does its share. Causes, it causes, causes what? Increase in growth. So do you understand what's happening when you do not obey the Lord? Do you understand what's happening when we don't hear the Lord? More importantly. Like God is so, I'm telling you, it's like the, I was thinking about the puzzle, right? One piece missing. Like, I don't want to be, with Super Bowl Sunday, we'll just ram on the Patriots for a minute. You can't go 16 games and lose the big game. We did it. We won every game, ran the board, and then got to the Super Bowl thinking we were, it's a shoe-in, and we got whacked. It was like we were on roller skates in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like roller skates, pushing us around, you know, everyone's crying about calls. Let's just face it. It's not good to go the whole way and lose at the end. Oh, come on. Everyone in this room, you want the full picture. You want to step into the fullness of God over your life. That means that every person in this place is important in what God's about to do, even regionally. <laughs> Let me just stop and say, if I had any inkling that even just us alone, ready? I believe that God wants to bring everyone into unity in some way, shape, or form. He wants, to, he wants like clans to come together to do outreach and win the lost and bring them back. And there's no competition. See, the problem is the competition part. That's what happens within bodies, right? We get competitive. Oh, that one's in my zone. He's in my zone. He's putting a, you know, I... Uh, there's not enough churches really for the harvest to even consume all of what's about to happen if it's true. Come on, and you know it's true. And so everyone has to take their place. That means stop, listen to the Holy Spirit. Colossians. Again, it's just a Colossians 2 and verse 19 says this, and not holding fast to the head. Ready? From whom all the body, nourishing and knit together. That means connected, nourishing and knit, meaning almost like cramped, like pushed together. Because without your ligaments, if your ligaments are loose, you're going to be all over the place. But if your ligaments are tight and, 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 and well-nourished, come on, something, you, you, be, you become explosive. 
Oh, I'm talking about athletics. You become explosive because you can make moves that no one else can move. I'm telling you, there has to be a, a, a longevity in the church right now that God is not just, we don't soar great for the next 10 years and then start drifting. Come on, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about a building down the street, but you know what? Let's fill it with souls. Like, let's, I, I'll be happy for whoever comes along because you know what? We're a, we're a tribe that, that certain people don't like. They just don't have a flavor for. It's okay. It's okay. Come on, look at me and smile. It's okay. It's okay. But I'm telling you, there has to be a place where we're so, like, we're, we're so happy and in love with Jesus that we know that God is going to do something amazing, and there's so much love on you that people just can't, they'll have to hate you real well. You understand? This is where we need to be. And I'm telling you, this is the supply, because when I am plugged into the Lord. When that 550 volt hits me, oh, come on, somebody. It's double grace. I'm, I'm telling you, amplified, I, I just, just want to be in that place where I am doing everything like a machine. Not like a machine, like I'm a robot, but like a smooth running machine. And that doesn't just mean me. Come on, I'm dragging you with me. You didn't hear me. I'm dragging you with me. I'm wanting you to come alongside and, and run in the same lane and not, you know, I know I keep my lane, but everyone else has their lane. Like we have to come together and do this as, as a corporate body and as a greater body of Christ because to win New England is a whole nother thing, right? If we just win New England, man, we've, we've, we've done pretty good. But maybe the Lord has greater. I don't know. Where's the end? There is no end good answer there is no end it shouldn't end like I, I am I'm that guy I'm shooting for the moon if you know I don't care I'm gonna shoot for the moon don't try and talk me down I don't need sand ballots in my life telling me don't build no I will build with a, uh, with the trowel and a sword right I will build in that place where the Holy Spirit is speaking right and so you'll be there with me come on Come on, we're recruiting people. We're recruiting people. And so that word supply means to, to, to furnish and to nourish. Come on, that's a good word. Because here's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. More than your pastor. More than the evangelist. More than the prophet. He wants to come and bring nourishment to your soul. The Holy Spirit, because you are so connected to the Holy Ghost. That there is nothing that can shake you. There's no weird church situation that will shake you out of here. Because so many people get offended by silly things, right? You know, certain people don't get a, you know, whatever. It can be whatever. I'm not going to start listing things, okay? Because people will be like, he's talking about me, you know. So what supplies the increase? What supplies the increase? Tell me. Yeah, it's, it's the Holy Ghost, but what's the, what's the connection to the Holy Ghost? It's prayer. And so here's the thing. I believe this, that prayer, and that means Tuesday night as well, but prayer, your prayer life, the way you connect to the Father, listen, it will shake off. When I get in the presence of God, like, I just feel like, Holy Spirit, I can't get enough of you, and I just want more of you. And can you just show me a new way to even come in the, to, the, to the place where you are? Because sometimes you go in the same way and you're like, I don't know where he is. And he didn't go anywhere. You're just like, familiar. And so the Lord wants to do this for everyone. But I, I, I really feel like there has to be that place of, and I, and I talked about this earlier. But Acts chapter 4 speaks of, right? They get busted. They're, they're healing the sick. They got busted for healing the sick. It's happened in America, you know that? Like John G. Lake, they, 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 used to, they used to arrest these guys. They used to arrest the guys in the tent meetings and saying, you're, you're practicing medicine without a license. Well, I didn't. God did. And so here we go. So prayer is going to be one of those things that brings us out of, out of complete, like, not knowing what God's doing to knowing what God's doing. And seeing what God, what he's doing. And so the supply only comes from him. Do you understand? I, I can, you know, I'm going to 
break the word every week. It doesn't matter. I'm going to just speak the word every week. It doesn't matter. I don't feel like it's crazy because I go week to week and I think, oh, what am I going to talk about? The Lord's good. He just doesn't tell me to the end. He's just real good. I go through so many things and I go, ah, we could do that. Oh, you're speaking this to me. Ah, you know, I'm telling you, there's a place where the Lord wants to speak directly and you got to get the beat on what he's saying. And so every place you go, God is wanting to use you and your mouth. It was funny. We were with, I was with Fernanda last, this week, and I just went to go see Silas do his boxing thing. And, and this dude came out the door. I thought he was going to literally die. And he thought he was going to die. And he was jacked up, veins popping out of his head, like out of his head. But, you know, I don't need the Spirit to tell me he needs prayer because he's like, <gasps> and he's cussing and carrying on and, and going, Bro, I, I, I feel sick. I feel like I'm going to throw. I feel like I might have a heart attack. I said, come here. I'll pray for you. He goes, he shook right out of it. I was like, I looked at Fernando. I go, he'd rather die. I'm going to have to raise him up off the ground. <laughs> It was crazy. And then he was joking me inside, you know. But I was like, no, he just backed right off. Big dude. Definitely was doing some shady things anyway. <laughs> he was big. So I just say that to, so that we understand, like, God wants, I don't need discernment for that. All you need is this, really, Acts chapter 4, verse 29 and we can pray this prayer, and it should work. <laughs> no, it will work. Look at me. It will work. I'm not saying that in doubt. I'm like looking at people to see your response. But it says in verse 29, it said, now look, he's, they're praying a prayer. They are. Now look, Lord, on their threats, and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hands. To heal. Ah, remember that. It's not you. It's the Lord. By stretching out your hand to heal. That signs and wonders may be done through the, through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And the Bible says this in verse 31. It says, when they prayed, the place where they were assembled together, together, was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. I'm just telling you, there has to be a place where we are so convinced that the Lord is showing up in boldness. Can I tell you that there's going to be a time, and I'm just going to go to prayer again. Ready? I'm just going to talk about prayer for a second. <laughs> I'm telling you. If I go back to two weeks ago, no, this prayer, I think we need to focus on this prayer. That the Lord would begin to heal by his hands. Because I don't, I, I'm really getting intolerant of people in sickness and things that are happening in their bodies and, and stuff, mental stuff that, that they fight with. And so if, 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 just, I'm just going to say this. If the Lord could open a door down the street because we, we actually had breakthrough against a, I'll say what it was, a religious spirit that was trying to control one thing so that we couldn't get in the door, then don't you think that we could come together and crash heaven and see the Lord bring massive breakthrough that this guy doesn't leave with a sling, that Donna doesn't have any more affliction in her body, that anyone else in this room that walks in this place with an affliction what if, what if it was just this, just simply this, right? No man gets glory. No man. I'm telling you, something, something the Lord is going to do is that. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting that as people go through the door, that the healing power of God hits them. Because people got literally convicted and saved before they left. And they really just... Crying as they come into the door. Didn't have to do anything. Holy, Holy Ghost got them on the way in. Come on. 
So I'm saying that. I'm saying simplicity. All these things that we tolerate, all the pills that you take to keep your blood pressure low, all these things, Joe in the back, overhaul for everybody. Oh, come on. I want you to be in, because really I believe this. I believe that in, in this place of I am stepping into the supply of God. Remember, I talked about privilege last week. That the, the in, intimacy brings privilege. And it's a new level of how you connect with the Lord. But, you know, it doesn't negate your communion with God. No, communion brings you into privilege. And I'm telling you, as, as, we, continue to, as we continue to believe the Lord and come together and pray... Pray is not passive. We wait, we soak. Sometimes that happens. Pray, praying, and when we see breakthrough, I believe it's an aggressive motion within us to tap into the supply of what God's doing. So we want to continue in harmony. Harmony in the spirit is this. Ready? We come into a, a prayer meeting and we wait on the Lord. Even on a Sunday, let's just wait on the Lord and see what he's doing. That's why the worship team has been in this place where they're just letting us just simmer. Just simmer. And we'll go when God says go. It's good. And so this has to be in everything that we do. Everything that the Lord is doing in your life is through what? The simmer. I get to simmer in the Holy Ghost. I get to wait on the Lord. And when I wait on him, things begin to happen. But influence of the spirit attracts two things that see because we want to influence things why i i don't want to be a politician i don't want to be a social media buff i don't want to be any of that i don't need a check mark i just want to see the lord move in powerful ways i don't care about who's who in the charismatic zoo and all the gossip that's going on i just don't care i want to see god fly a flag of revival in this region and i want to see him fly it over everyone in this place Right? So that, that becomes influential. I'm sorry. Ready? Because it's going to bring influence. Because as what? The sick are healed. The blind see. Ready? All the demons are coming out of people. Ready? So I'm telling you, and we do have a crazy anointing because when people come in here, they're bound up. They leave free. And it's sovereign sometimes. But sometimes we have a slithering person down the aisle. It just happens. <laughs> Hasn't been in a while. I shouldn't talk about it. But there's really stuff that happens like that. And I'm not afraid of that. You know what? When God shows up and the kingdom shows up, you should be ready. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm telling you, he wants everybody be, to be the deliverance team. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm really, I'm really, I really feel like the Lord is saying. So influence and by the Spirit, because when we're plugged in and we're in the supply, right, and we're growing and, we're, and success in the Spirit comes. It's going to do two things. It's going to bring favor and persecution. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Favor and persecution. It's going to be glory and suffering. Yeah, yeah. I like that because I'll take them both. Because I'm thick-skinned so I can handle both. Some of you people can't handle both. Ah. Come on. Some people can't handle both. They like the glory. They like the touchy-feely stuff, but they don't like the persecution. They don't like the pushback. I don't, I, listen, I don't call for pushback, but when it comes, you know what happened when I, when I got told no? I go in first. I just push in, right? You should be like that. When you don't see things happen by the Spirit, you don't go, oh, God doesn't love me. No, He loves you. He wants you to just press into it. He wants to know how desperate you are for it. Seriously, and I don't think that he's holding things back to hide from you. I think he's holding things back so that you can discover them. And sometimes discovery doesn't come through just a quick, you know, sometimes it takes time. And so even, even as I'm watching the Lord increase and grow things, I'm watching, and, and it's not even in the physical, I'm watching it in people in here. Come on, somebody say amen other than four people over here. God is doing something. He begins to speak things to you, and you are increasing on the inside. Why? Because you're in the supply. And so when we're connected into the supply of God, all things begin to open up. All things begin to open up. So here's the thing. Ready? Jesus knew how to function in this. And John, you know, you know the scripture. It's John chapter 5, verse 19. 
I'll slow down. It said, Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to, do, to you, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. And whatever he does, the son does also in like manner. This is like my life verse. This is crazy. And, and, and I feel like the Lord was highlighting, for the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater things than these that you may, what? Marvel. And so here's the, here's, the, here's the promise from the Lord himself. He says, this is what I do, and you're going to do the same. And when I leave, you're going to do this because I'm telling you, there's going to be an outpouring of the Spirit that you're going to plug into, and it's going to be the supply, the supply of the Holy Spirit. So there's a couple things you've got to lose. It's dignity first. No, there's some of you in here that just have no dignity, no dignity and I like that. Some of you get all quiet when God starts moving. I've watched people run to the back. They don't want to jump. They don't want to shout. God wants to do it. But I'm telling you that, you got to lose dignity. Get rid of it. No, no dignity in the spirit. Come on. I was looking over here. You understand? I wasn't, I wasn't pointing at anyone. But no, but I like this. Look, Donnie just gives himself completely... He does not care who's in the room. He doesn't care who's next to him. That's how y'all should be. That's a, that's a Texan, y'all. I'm telling you, there has to be that. And there, this self-preservation thing, I'm not built that way. I don't want to do, you know, we all think that, like, I know. Sometimes it's our, sometimes we just want to back out. And the Lord's saying, no, jump in. And sometimes you get real uncomfortable with things that are going all around you. But the Lord's saying, come in. And so there's, there's that religion. Uh, uh, religion. Because we get religious and we think, oh, I don't have to get all excited like that. Why is he yelling? Why, why is he yelling for 10 minutes? <laughs> Never mind, why is he yelling? Why is he yelling for 10 minutes? I'm telling you, God wants us to be connected into the supply. And when you're connected into the supply, you just don't care. I care too much sometimes. No, I'm telling you, I know. I shout and I make noise, but I could be much worse. <laughs> or better, however you want to put it. I'm telling you, get ready, because I'm telling you it's being challenged. Like, I know that the Lord is saying, you need to get loose of yourself. You need to get everything that holds you back out of the way. I'm preaching this to you, but I'm telling you, he's challenging me. And so there has to be that place. And listen, some of you, oh, I'll pick on people. Adverse weather comes. Adverse weather. Simple little things come. And we're like, ah. Got real quiet there. People online that didn't show up, they'll be quiet too. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm not, no, I'm not teasing. Like sometimes the smallest thing can divert you from showing for a prayer meeting, for wherever you're supposed to go. Hopefully it doesn't keep you from this football game, but you know, you know, I know I'm stepping on sacred cows. No, I'm not. In this room, I'm not. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. But you understand what I'm saying? Like we have at, like little things that deter us from what happens if, if you need something like literally a, a, a healing from the Lord. And I'm not, I'm not saying I love you. You've been in rough shape, so I'm not saying this towards you. But sometimes it keeps us from getting into the presence of God, Right? It keeps us from the presence of God. And God wants to just empower you. Ready? So the Holy Spirit will show you something. How many, God, how, many, how many hear the voice of God in this room? Lift your hands. Come on so I know. All right, I got you all counted. And God speaks to you. And then God begins to open up things. And he, you know he wants you to do something. I'm going. And he know, you know he's saying, 
do this. And you're like, that's uncomfortable. And so you're like, no. And I, you've heard my stories. I've said no. No doesn't get me too far. No's like, no, go. No, go, go, go. Like, who wants to, who wants to pray for people when, you know, just starting with deaf ears and stuff like that? I, you know, the Lord will just challenge you on things, right? And so when the Holy Spirit's showing you something, look at me. Everyone look at me. Step out. Step out. See, I had Collins just come up behind me. You, just tonight, I didn't tell him to do the transition. It's better if we don't have assignments. No, just step out. And it, and it was just a prayer, right? But it was, come on, it was the sensing of the Holy Spirit. It was what the Lord was doing in the room. And so I just want you to, to be in that place. Everyone needs to get comfortable with the supply that you're given. Like when the Holy, here's the thing about the Holy Spirit. He loves it when we obey him. He loves it, but he will, I feel like he'll, he'll give you another chance, and he'll give you another chance, and he'll give you another chance. And some of you are praying so much at home in your home life, when you're outside the church, that the Holy Spirit just has to show up anyway. But at some point, we got to obey. Because what, we're, what we have and what God wants to release is what's going to set someone else free. And I'm, not, and I'm not talking about just a church service, right? This goes day to day, day in, day out. Sometimes the Lord is speaking to my wife, this, this, this. I'm like, wow, that's, that's right on. And yes, the Lord is speaking that to me. And I, all right, I'll, I'll take it. Come on. Like there are things that the Lord is wanting to speak in your household. There's things that he wants to speak to people as you go out into the marketplace. Everywhere you go, right? He, but, we, but the problem is we leave the house sometimes unguarded. Like, I mean unguarded, like not in the spirit. Right? Like if you're living, the more, and I'm telling you, the more you do it, the more boldness comes upon you. I'm talking about boldness, the supply, and the increase. Because if you're not bold, if you don't begin to step into those things, there's going to be no increase. I'm not cursing you. I'm just telling you the truth. To whom much is given, much is required. Right? So we want more. <laughs> Come on. There's more than enough. Is there? There's more than enough. Is there? Okay. I'm just checking. When there's more than enough, then you are in the flow of what God is speaking, and you're not sleepy to the presence of God. You are aware, fully aware, and fully ignited, and walking with the fire of God, so that when you do speak, boom, stuff happens. We're trying to open the flow of God and not shut it down. <laughs> Amen. We're trying to open the flow of God and not shut it down. If we're going to walk in, like, true revival, as revivalists, you are filled with the spirit of revival. That very spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of you and flowing in you. And that spirit that's in you is revival. It revives everything that it touches. It begins to move on every person that's around you. They just know something's different about you, so they'll come to you and they'll just begin to talk to you. Either that or they completely run away from you, and then you can chase them. If you're like Anthony, you just chase them. Come on, bro. You know? But I'm telling you, we have to be in that place. I want to open the flow and not shut it down. And I don't want to function, and, and I want to function in a body that's flowing, right? I don't want to shut it down. I don't want to close it up, right? And so we, how, does a, how does even a church or, a, or a, a revival center begin to influence culture? It's because the fire and the glory is burning in such a way. And yes, the persecution will come and all the things will be said. And that's okay. I don't care. I really don't. I don't. I don't. Because I will not fear man. I fear him alone. And you should be in the same place. So when God is speaking to you, you shouldn't fear the person you're going to. God probably gives you people in this room to pray for. Or at work to pray for. But you're afraid of the response. I don't mind. No. No. Bro, pass out on the pavement. I don't know. 
you know. He literally looked like he was going to go down. He backed up three steps as soon as I said, I'll pray for you. It's okay. And so, oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I must say so. This is good. Because some of us, you know, it doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Can I just use this? Time does not matter. I'm talking about prayer. doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. doesn't matter if you've been a Christian 40 years. You don't know the flow of the Spirit unless you're connected to the supply. I'm telling you, God is trying to straighten some things out in the body. I don't care your seniority. I don't care if you've been in God for 45 years. Listen, I just go in this place where I think, God, I've been in Jesus so this many years. I should be way further ahead than I am. And that's not condemnation. I just want more of God. And do you understand? So here's the thing. Time doesn't mean anything. But what I do with my time, what I do with my time, what is soaking up my time, what is evaporating my time, and so many things can evaporate our time. The place of prayer, and I know, I'm fasting. I just said it the other day. I'm like, I am so sick of fasting. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I have a witness. Like, it's been a long while. And I'm like, ah, can I just go have a pizza and uh, watch, watch Looney Tunes or something? You know, I just feel like, you know, that's just how I feel. some point, you just get like, ah. But you know what that is? The Lord's like, ha, I got you for another week and a half. And then I got you after that. And then I got you further than that. And this ain't stopping. This is just starting. And it's going to be a, a lifestyle of fasting. And I, and I can't, you know, I'm saying this because we just, we always like deter and we retract from the things of the Spirit. Can I tell you, praying in tongues is a weapon. And we have to learn that when the worship team even begins to say, pray in tongues, that means pray in tongues. It doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, pass out and be quiet now. No, it means I'm going to engage with the Lord. I'm going to step into what the Lord's doing right now. And if you don't have your prayer language, God will give it to you. Oh, tonight he'll give it to you. He, if you want it, but it, you got to want it, right? You just got to, you got to ask for it and step into it by faith. And it, I'm not, and no one's going to, I'm not coaching no one with the ta-da-da, sha-da-da. No. If it happens, bang. You'll, you'll know when you get the tongues. You know when you get tongues. It comes on you. It's not something you have to work up. Ah. Romans chapter 8. Because I want to go into this thing because really it's important that we know who we are, your identity. Amen? God's wanting us to step and hold fast and know who we are. You must know who you are. And so that orphan thing that I was talking about earlier, God is trying to slay, kill, and destroy. Because he's called you as a son and a daughter. Ready? Romans 8 and 11. We'll just read 11 and then I'm jumping to 14. It says, but the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I'm telling you, your mortal body can be quickened. By the power of God that's inside of you, we just haven't figured it out yet. Oh, come on. It's okay. We're going to figure it out. Oh, I'm telling you, before the, end, before the year end out, is out, we're going to figure this out. And I'm no, I, I know it's not by my no, own knowledge. It's by the knowledge of God. It's by knowing who he is. It's by tapping into the supply. It's by stepping into the flow of what he's doing. And we grab hold of the truth and we pray in the truth. And I'm telling you, every contraption in this room that's not of God, that's in your body, I want it gone. I'm telling you. I'm on a mission. I pr I'm telling you. When I look at people that, like, in, in years past in South Africa, there's a prophet, Prophet Kobus. I can't pronounce his last name. It's, like, too long. But anyway, I, I prophesied that over you. And that the anointing to teach would be on him. It's a revelatory a mental. But there, there's this, 
there was such an anointing to flow because of the truth that was taught and the reality of who they were. And God just began to just do miracles. People, they would just literally wheelchairs. You come in in a wheelchair, you, they, they'd run you through a little, it was called, I think it was the river. They had it, you just run them through. And people get out of wheelchairs, crutches, plastered on the wall, nailed up. Yeah, come on, that can be the backdrop. Put it all on the one wall. We might not have enough walls. Come on, that's what I'm expecting, that we don't have enough walls. And that I said this to Joe the other day, that they come in up that ramp and they go out, and we, and the, we, we actually have a, a garage door on the one side, so we'll just put the dumpster down there so that the wheelchairs can just go there, and the metal guy can come and reclaim all the metal. I'm just saying stuff bold, okay? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, compromise with terrorists. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14 says, as many are that are led by the Spirit of God, these are what? Sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to what? Fear. But you received the spirit of adoption to whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And says this in 16, says the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. This is so good. This is so good. If you can just get this, if you can get these, these couple verses, you'll get, you'll get totally delivered of any, any, like, any place where you feel inferior in the kingdom. Any place where you feel inferior in life. I'm telling you the Lord, the love of God is all over this. He wants you to know him as a father, that he'll provide everything, that he'll do everything, that he's the one that comes alongside you, that will begin to move through you, and you don't have to worry, you don't have to fret, you don't have to stress. All you have to do is rest and know that you're not in bondage to fear, but you are free because you're an adopted child of God. And that is a truth that we must get inside of ourselves. Listen, you can pray this every day. God, set me free. Set me free from every place where I, I tend to, to back up and, and think in the natural. Because when you start thinking in the natural and the carnal, that's fallen thinking and that is orphan thinking. Because Adam was separated from the father and then he, he just, he hid. He covered up. Right? And so the Holy Spirit wants us to live in the place of what? The second Adam, who's what? Seated, seated at, the, at the right hand of God in all of his glory, and he's interceding for you and I. He's just, he's in this place of intercession, and he's in the glory, and that's where you are called to live from, is that place where you're seated in heavenly places with him, and you're his brother. You have the same father. Oh, come on, somebody. You have the same father. You have the father... Father of lights, who there is no turning in him. He doesn't change. Mm, I'm telling you. And so there is that place that he's calling us to. And then verse 17, he says, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs. See, you're his brother. Come on, you are heirs with Christ. This is the most powerful place to live from. And some of you have heard this so long. I break off of you. I take authority over you, over anything that's going on in your minds right now that you've overheard this, you've read it a thousand times, and it doesn't break through the natural mind right now in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, God wants to slay it, break it, change, transform it. It's by the renewing of your mind. And so when these scriptures get deep, I'm telling you, when we sang deep under deep, I just want to explode. I wanted to just get up and, ah, like deep under deep. God is calling us in that place of depth and that there is no turn. You just are so, you, did, you've, you've dove so deep into him that you can't see anything else but the river of God coming up and manifesting in your life. And I'm telling you, there has to be this place where we live from. And it says this, and if in, again, the suffering. We are joint heirs with Christ. So we are going to partake in suffering. Yes. Right? We suffer with him that we may be also glorified together. 
That means together as one. This is what I'm talking about, being joined together in one place and one accord where the power of the Holy Spirit has no quenching. There's no place where it's clogged up. It's a place where we are connected and the flow is moving through every person. And I'm telling you, it was crazy. I'm watching Brother Copeland, not Brother Copeland, uh, Brother Hagen, and he's going like this. He just wait. He just wait with the microphone. Someone else has got something, and he just wait. And then he just go, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on. There's a place where this comes from, ready? I talked about it briefly for a second, but 1 Corinthians 14 and 2, I'm just going to read this. First Corinthians 14, verse 2. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, however, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. I'll read it again. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to who? Men. But to God. That's good. That's good. I know we give tongues a hard time. Come on. Some people don't like all the tongue talking. I'm telling you, we need to talk in more tongues. Paul said, uh, Paul said, I wish, I wish you, yeah, I, I speak more than any one of you. I speak in an unknown tongue. And I know that it's talking about the function of a meeting and unbelievers, but I'm telling you, when people come into the atmosphere, when people are erupting in tongues, they have a choice to make. Where God is either going to show up and begin to speak and minister to them, and, and really, because they don't understand the unknown. Everyone likes the unknown? How many in the room like not knowing? Yeah, we got one person in the back. I like that. Come on. Come on. So the Holy Spirit wants us to be familiar with not knowing what's about to happen. And so the, the voice of God speaks through the utterance of, of tongues to you, to your spirit man. Are you hearing me? And so they ha we have to love. Come on. You have to love and embrace and grab hold of what God is doing in the midst of praying in tongues. Sometimes we go in, and I, I know this. I know this for myself. I know what happens. I'll pray, and I don't feel like I'm plugged into anything. I'm just da-da-da-da-da, you know, whatever, whatever's happening. But I'm telling you something is happening to your spirit, man. And you are growing on the inside, whether you understand that or not. And some of you think, I am out of my mind right now, but that's okay. I don't, the Holy Spirit wants us to be in a place where we are dependent upon the language of heaven to get us through into the next season. I'm telling you, and it's going to bring you from glory to glory to glory. It's going to bring you to the next thing that the Holy Spirit is doing. I can feel this in my stomach right now. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a, the Spirit is going to begin to open up and declare over your life things that you could have never understood. You could have never, under, never, never interpreted. But I'm telling you, something is happening on the inside. It is not unfruitful. It is fruitful. It is the language of God and, and He. What? is speaking mysteries. He's speaking the mysteries right into you. And I'm just going to end on this. Chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. Same, same chapter, just back up. And I, I, I'm desiring that we come into fellowship with this place of supply. It's the Holy Spirit that wants to supply you. And I'm going to read a chunk of change here, but it's okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, you there? 
It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech. Or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except for Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. It was because of the fear of the Lord on his life. And he said, And my speech and my preaching were not in persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is wanting us to live out of this place where the demonstration of the Spirit is not just once in a lifetime event that happens by happenstance. It doesn't happen by accident. I'm telling you, the demonstration of the Spirit is supposed to operate out of you on a daily basis from moment to moment. And I don't think that you can understand that the truth of the, of the Spirit of, good, of, of His presence is coming in such a way in this hour that the really deep, it's gonna go, we're going to go into it. The deep things of God begin to be unleashed in your life. And it says in verse 6, however, again, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the ruler of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. And I'm telling you, the mysteries of God are what we're trying to plug into. And we don't understand them. And you will never understand them until you enter into the place of prayer where there's breakthrough and there's unconditional uh, overflow. And there's no, it doesn't block off. He doesn't block one thing off. The Lord is there to open up the floodgates. And I'm telling you, hidden, it is the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for what? Our glory. It's for the glory of God to come upon the church because because we don't operate in the wisdom of this age. We operate in the wisdom of his age. We operate in the age of the kingdom. We operate in the age of demonstration. We operate in the age where God is flowing and moving and baptizing you when you don't even expect it. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. For if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And then he goes into, eye has not seen nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for him. God has revealed them to us, what? Through his spirit. It is the spirit that supplies you. There is no other supply. I don't care how much you study your Bible. I don't care if you do it upside down and backwards, laying it on your chest, expecting osmosis. I don't, I don't know what you're expecting, but the Lord is trying to get us into a place where we are completely dependent upon the spirit. And this word, this word triumphs. But if you don't come in and, and come into a posture of, God, I need you. God, I desire you God I want you to speak to me and you shut your mouth and allow the spirit to speak I'm telling you we don't we don't quiet ourselves enough we got so many busy things that we're doing I know I've been on this for a bit but I'm telling you God is trying to eradicate all this and you, you better pray for me because we're going to have a lot to do ahead and I need to be in the place of prayer I want to stay in this place where I am right now I don't want to leave it I don't want to go I want to go higher I want to step up the stairs I want to climb the ladder I want to be with Jacob's ladder come on where the angels are ascending and descending and the only way to do that is through the place of intercession and the place of prayer and I don't care if you if that sounds like works to you it is not it is the Holy Ghost that's beckoning a church. It's beckoning a people to come into a place of intercession and finding the sweet spot of God that breaks chains, that heals the sick, that releases miracles into the atmosphere. And if you're dull to that, I'm telling you, the Lord is going to show up and show off, and he's going to blow some of your minds that you're not ready for what he's about to do. And I thank you, Father, that you're about to do these things. But it says this, for, for, what man, oh, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man. Talking again about the natural man. That's all the, that's all the man knows. That's all this man knows, Miles. That's all my natural man knows is what I know. I'm telling you. And then it goes into this. It says, but the spirit, excuse me, back up. Even so, no one knows the things of God except by what? The Spirit of God. And I have to be dependent upon the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Come on, I need to be dependent upon the Holy Ghost 
to come and overtake me. And I give him room to just run me down and take over. And it says, now we have received not the spirit of this world, but we've received what? A different spirit. You've received that resurrection spirit. You've received the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. You have that same spirit inside of you. I can't shake this thing tonight, but I'm telling you there's a place where the Holy Spirit is wanting us to rise up in an anointing that's been given to us. It's already inside of you. It's already within you. It's already in the place of intercession. You just got to go in and grab it and take it and go, God, thank you for the fire. I thank you for the fire. I thank you for the places that you're taking me. I thank you that there's nothing that can come into your presence that will not come under subjection to your law and to your fire. Mm. But the Spirit who is from God, oh, we receive these things from the Spirit who is from God that we might know, know the things that have been freely given to us. I'm telling you, it's all free. You just have to go get it. Did I say that on... Oh, I, the Lord spoke to me because I was laid out here. I said it last week. I was laid out here. I'm God, God, we need a flow of miracles that just don't stop, that just don't stop. I'm not talking healing. I'm talking miracles. Like, I'm talking God, and he's doing miracles. Believe me, even that thing popping down the street, it was a miracle. It was God producing a miracle so that we, come on, that someone would have faith. Me, come on, you, everyone in this room. But it's not even about that. It's about, I'm believing for, come on, miracles, creative miracles, God doing things in the body and all over the place that when there's a, there's a chirping in the air. I tell you, I, I, felt the, I felt the vibration in here tonight. I felt the vibration, and it actually released something in the atmosphere. And I'm telling you, it's something that the Spirit is doing. It's something that the Holy Ghost is doing. You don't want to miss out on what He's doing. You just want to get under what He's doing. He's about to drop something for you, even tonight, that will absolutely wreck your life. It will transform you. And I say this every week, but I believe it. Some of you don't, but you will. Come on, I believe that God is coming with a demonstration of his spirit even tonight to release something for you. It's a new place where you're connected into the supply. It's a new place where the flow of the, of the spirit comes into your life in such a way that you won't know what to do with it. You'll just be, it'll permeate your life. And all of a sudden, it will bear fruit. And again, I'm not talking about gifts. I'm talking about all of a sudden your character. You're starting to do things that you never did. You're happy all the time when you were depressed. You're absolutely looking. Looking at things, and God begins to shake things off of your life. And I'm telling you, there's a breaker anointing in this place to do that, not just now, but throughout eternity, if we choose. And it's on your life. Why? Because it's freely given by the Spirit. Who knows the mind of the Lord? Who knows the mind of the Lord? That's the last statement he says, verse 16. Who knows the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. Who knows the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. I'm telling you, God is about to instruct you. He's about to release knowledge to you. He's about to show up and begin to speak to you. And you're going to listen and obey Come on, obey. Obey is not a bad word. Obedience is a good word. When I follow after what the Holy Spirit is leading me into, all of a sudden things begin to move and shift and all kinds of stuff gets moved out of the way. But we have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You won't be shut down. You don't think carnally anymore. You think by the Spirit now. You think like he does. Oh, you think like Jesus does. That, that's what the verse says. It says, I have the mind of Christ. That means my mind is anointed. 
That's what the word Christ means. You have the mind of Christ. You have a mindset that has the oil of God on it that's smeared all over you so you think differently. You don't think highly of yourself and you don't think low of yourself. You go on this steady plane and you walk with the Lord and you're just in obedience and you walk in humility and God begins to bring you up into a higher place. What else can happen tonight? Oh, I feel the energy of God. What else can happen tonight? That's right, anything. Anything. What else would he want to do? Where can we go from here? <laughs> I need you to help me because I don't think they can help me. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, when you pray in the Spirit, you don't speak to men. You speak to God. When you speak in tongues, yeah. Rebas kodorvanda, sherababas karababo, rebabata trobose. God wants to pour revival onto your life right now. Spirit. Come on, just begin to meditate on the Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stand with me. Come on, stand. Let's just engage because I think if we sit, I just want you to step in. Step in, step in. There's a supply that the Lord wants to release tonight. There's a supply of increase that the Lord wants to release tonight. There's a supply of the spirit that the Lord wants to release tonight. And it's to open you up. It's to in so that you engage, that you walk right in and step right in to deep places in the Holy Spirit. Come on, don't sit back. Come get it. Come get it. Come get it. Come God. He'll give it to you. Just come get it. Remember. Spiritual wisdom that's freely given. Freely given. It's free. It's free. And I feel like the Lord, He, he actually mantled me with something tonight. And I don't know. What quite happened? But he wants to give it to you. And I believe it is the spirit of knowledge. I believe it is the spirit of wisdom. I believe it is the seven spirits of God that just came and just sat on me. And so I don't boast in that. I boast in that I can give it away. I boast in the fact that I can give it away, give it away, give it away. <laughs> <laughs> come on just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit like, like we're expecting boldness to like land on this place like we're believing that signs and wonders will follow and flow right down upon this place that there'll be a place of endless supply of the Spirit for your life to open up wisdom, the wisdom of God Come on, I'll coach you a little bit, but come on, bring it higher. I'm not talking hype, but bring it higher, bring it higher. Just let the let the eruption of the Holy Spirit come.